0: All right, we're here. It's um, podcast number two. Hey, With Mo and Hot Chili. So we'll be the we'll be the talk show host for tonight. Mm-hmm. Um We're gonna have more guests on our part two. Uh, so look out. We're talking about asking why and not how we do things. So let's start up something we we're just talking about: drug abuse in sports, like. Everyone is thinking about how to get better, how to get faster, how to get stronger, but why? Like, do the means, do the ends justify the means in that case?
1: Well, I feel like the, I feel like there's two ways to look at it, right? Because, like, compare an athlete today to, like, 50 years ago, it's not the same. No. It's just too too big of a difference. Like, nutrition, it's absolutely insane how, like, far they come. Workout, training, all those things. Even, like, other um, supplements they take, right? Like, of course, like, non-steroids, but <clears throat> between, like, omega-3, l-arginine... Regular multivitamins, formulas. Yeah, like, B3s. all these all these different vitamins that, like, it definitely enhances them above any other person competing. Right. So it's, like, I feel like there's two discussions. There's, like, steroids, non-steroids, right? Should there be steroids allowed in any sport? What do you think?
0: So that's where, um, like, I have a big debate with myself because, on the one hand, I think, like, if you're going to be taking drugs, you're going to be doing all that kind of stuff, like, it's your choice, but I also have that conflicting view of, like, you're going against kids. Like, as a 24-year-old basketball player, you're going to be competing someday against some guy that just came out of high school that never used drugs and yeah. is not being forced to do it because everyone else around in bicycling is the same thing. And, like, so many sports around the world now are using and abusing drugs, and, like, it's becoming more than just, like, a, of a personal issue at that point. But I, I'm not sure. Like I really don't know where my opinions stand, just because the person is trying to do better at that one thing than anyone.
1: See, I don't think it's just I like. If you take away the moral aspect, of it, it's literally like you're you're competing against people who don't have any above you, right? Any sort of like uh, handicap above you, and that's like that's essentially what steroids is. Like I would take steroids if I could, but like it's it's like that recovery that it gives you. It's like. It's phenomenal. Like when you look at like natural bodybuilders versus like bodybuilders on steroids, whole different ballgame, dude. And yeah. That, that yeah. goes with any sports, but like as like to what you were saying, like I doubt there's an I doubt there's any athlete out right now that hasn't done any. See, think, and I'm not sure about that because the other thing
0: you were saying, like the nutrition is different. Like you can have a kid and at this point in time, like train them to be the best athlete in the world just by giving them proper nutrition and like. An accelerated, like, diet schedule, vitamin schedule, all that kind of thing. And then, like, if they beef up the game with steroids and other drug uses, like, in their heads, they're trying to be better than the best
1: person so far, right? Yeah. And, I mean, there's a lot of ways to get through, like, testing for steroids. Ask any, like, competitive high school football team how many of them honestly do steroids. Right. Everybody's juicing out the ass, dude. It's just something that is and something that will be because, like... Like, sports in America is, like, it's not recreational, it's a lifestyle. Yes, and like, yeah. like, all of these kids, they're playing the sport to get out of wherever they're. they are. They want to get to point A to point Like, <clears throat> when I play basketball on the weekends in the league, I'm just thinking about, like, all right, I'm going to mess around, I'm going to dick around, I'm going to go home and sleep, it's going to be a nice night. But the thought never crossed me where, like, if I don't do better than this person, I'm never going to get anywhere. Right. Yeah. So there's So there is that push for steroids, and there's definitely steroids, like, all throughout every sport. Even the ones that test like crazy, I mean, think about our boy Lance Armstrong. He was eventually found out he was doping, and then like even in boxing and UFC, how many of those kids are doing? Not kids, but how many of those grown ass people? Are like, it's just outside of like looking at it from a moral aspect, it's like you can't give that handicap, and there should be no space in sports whatsoever for unless the sport is specific enough to say that like, look, anybody, anywhere who does any type of drugs can come play, and that's what they need, dude. That's what, like that, That's what I thought of before. Like,
0: if you had an only juice sport, then that would be a way around that kind of thing, because, like you were saying, sports used to be just a leisure activity. When you had time, you would do sports. Like back in the day, like when they had a football season, like let's say pre nineteen twenties, people were playing like for six months out of the year, but then working their asses off the other six months out of
1: the year. They go back to the factories
0: and. We're back in the mine shafts, Exactly. Like, now sports, that's why people are turning to drugs and that kind of thing. Like, sports are literally becoming <laughs> the way for people to make the most money that, like, their family has ever seen hey, a lot you, of the
1: time. You figure, Kobe Bryant in his last two years made, like, $24, $25 million alone just from a contract. If you make $25 million a year just from a contract, not including shoes, deals, interviews, public, like, that is an absurd amount of money. There's so much money in sports that, like, if, like, if, I'm sure if I was raised up in, like, a really shitty area, which I was, but, like, if sports were my only access out, I'd be roided out the ass to, like, going to practice, you know? it's just something.
0: Yeah, and that's, like, something I want to say to the listeners. Like, this is not just going to be a sports talk. This is a very philosophical talk because it's not just sports where we're thinking about how to do something better or why we're, or, like... We're not thinking about why we're doing this better, more efficiently, and in other ways. Like, you think about someone that put the capital into making a factory in China or something. Like, that money they're thinking is going to, like, boost production of their like top quality good or whatever. That They just want to show yeah. the world how good their product can be. Yeah. But that's basically, like, steroids for manufacturing. Like, they don't have to work in the U.S. They can go to a different country, get the same product for cheaper, more
1: efficiently, and just get it to more people than they would in the U.S. And I think sports goes directly back to like the American, dream. like think about it, like you go, you wake up, you work with a company, you kind of like they take care of you, they respect the old watch after you turn sixty five, you retire, they do that's it. Like you stick true to that one company and like you're with them forever. But that's not something our generation faces. Our generation is like jumping from job to job. Because <clears throat> the same way sports, sports teams, right? It could be the Mavs, it could be the Lakers, it could be the Eagles, it could be giants penguins anybody the way they look at players you're just saying random sports teams yeah i have no idea any sport like even barcelona to all our like european watchers are probably non-existent. like any sports team looks at athletes the same way businesses look at my head and your head yeah just a number just a number right it used to be that like like my grandpa could probably work for a company for like 80 years you'd never have a problem they love him they take care of him but now it's like they want you out after five years. Just the turnaround rate for jobs is crazy because it's just, and like, it's the same way with sports, dude. Like, anybody who watched basketball, you're probably heartbroken because like, the shortest basketball player, Isaiah Thomas, nobody plays with more heart than this guy. He took a pay cut, so the Boston Celtics, which is one of like, the biggest NBA teams, right? Uh-huh. Like, they've just been the generational NBA team. They could take in Gordon Hayworth, who's another great player. He He was literally like, yo, to the corporation, to like, the, the front office, he's like, look, you can pay me less if it means my whole team does bad. Wow, dude, we'll do that. And then he got traded. Lol. He got traded, dude. And it's such a, like, there's no... I guess what I'm trying to get to is that there's no family in sports and business. There's no friendship in sports and business. It's literally numbers and figureheads. It's Microsoft Excel. I, like, that's how it is now. I believe. Yeah. Um. I mean, well, in a way, right?
0: Because, like, a lot of ways... You get jobs now, and the way it's always been is connections. Like, yeah, you can make X amount of things this fast or that fast, but your skills are very specialized. Like, whatever you're going to be doing now is not going to be based off of, like, the work you're doing now is very specialized. So a company will want you if you, like... Excel in that specific... Excel in that specific thing, right? Yeah. But um, I was talking to this, like analytics guy and he said that you shouldn't try to excel in a specific like product or like any computing software you should try to excel in like your problem solving skills your conceptual learning skills just because that's what will get your foot in the door for like any job you're going to do so like yeah it's like a company's going to look at you x y and z way but if you can like figure out a way to make yourself um Come out a little better than everyone else, even without the skills. Yeah. Like it's not like back in the day. Like the Ford method was trying to get people better at X, Y, and Z skills, but just doing it over and over again. Yeah. And those people would be compensated for all the work they were doing. Like if they made more, then they got compensated a little better. But like the but way is, then, like that's another discussion. We'll get to that after. Go ahead. But like, the way it is now, is like if you can make X, Y, and Z. Uh, like just as good as your competition, but you're in Bangladesh instead of China. Yeah. The company's just gonna move over. Like it doesn't matter if you can make it like two times more efficient if you cost like 10% more than the
1: other person. Because it's all about money at the end. Yeah. Like take this, right? <coughs> we sit here and we say people who do steroids in sport are terrible people, right? They're cheats. They're cheaters. That's what it is at the yeah. end of the day, right? Why? Because they take a substance that enhances their ability to do a specific task, mm-hmm. right? Like, what does clenbuterol do? It just helps you repair all the muscle you break down. But let me ask you this. Everywhere around us, right, and like, the city, and America, there's college students. Mm-hmm. And what do college students do at the end? They learn a subject, right? And they, they do tests and this and this, and then they go out in the world, and they're going to be competitive. And it's like, how well you, like, people look at how well you do in college, and how much you know in your GPA, and how well, like, how successful you were there, and they'll be like, all right, this guy, he, match, he fits us, we'll take him, right? There's a competition going on, right? There's a competition between me and any other person that studies in my field. So what happened when all these when all these kids we know take uh, Adderall? Are they cheats and scums and dirt bags? Because Adderall is the same exact thing as yeah. steroids in this case, dude. It is the same thing. Yeah, you know, it honestly is because you're taking the
0: same effects of steroids on muscle growth and tissue development and putting it into
1: the brain use. Yeah, like brain functionality and like performance enhancement. Yeah, like. Me personally, I never done Adderall. I don't think I ever will. I feel like I'm too much of a loser to do it. I just feel like there, there, there has to be a certain amount of honesty between like what who you are and what you give out to the world. But I know a ton of kids who took. They just waited till the final, popped a few Add like two Adderall, like two weeds. They popped two Adderalls and they literally aced a class they never attended. And then they got fucked over in the next class. That was a con- continuation of the class before. Like, that's how strong like, Adderall really is. Like, everybody who tells you, like, nah, it's not that, That's not that, right. they're, they're lying not there asking you.
0: Yeah, no, you're totally right. Um, But let's go back to the topic at hand, like, why are we doing these things? Because there have been studies done on, like, um, major, like, 80, I think it's like 50 to 80 percent of people, what they do as a career will not relate to their major in college. And then Google did a study, and it found that there's very little correlation with the GPA you get in college and how likely you are to get a job versus the other person. Like, there's so many things people want to take advantage of that they feel like will correlate to them getting a better job, getting a better interview. Yeah. But it's just because that drives the competition. Like, why do we do things we want to get a job? Why are we taking Adderall? Why are we, like... Taking steroids,
1: we want to get a job. Like I think personally, for like me and you, it's out of necessity. Right? We can't drop out of university. Yeah, no, we can't. We, we just fit like I, with the amount of loans I took, like I can't go back to where I started. I just I can't. I'd have to just run away or pretend I died, right? Like there's no there's no other option. And it's the same way these like athletes probably feel like going through college, uh, high school, right? It's like they're putting everything they have in the sport, the same way I'm putting everything I have in the school, right? Yeah. Because we both know that, like, there's no going back for this. The amount of education these athletes missed, which is another talk of its own, because it's like, you you get a bunch of hard-working kids, you put them in college so they can play on your team, that you make thousands and millions of dollars off, and you sign them up for fake classes that don't exist. And at the end, if they don't get a job, if they don't get a career, an NFL, right? Mm-hmm. What the fuck are they going to do? Yeah, and a lot of these, like, student athletes are getting screwed
0: over because oh, they got a full ride or something, they're taking fake classes, they get to go to school for free and get free food and everything. But then they're getting signed on to these, like, contracts where the school's getting millions of dollars to have the student's face on a game or something. Like, that person, oh, here's our first guest. First guest of the day. So, so. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, like, the options are totally different. Um, it, just, it just sucks for them. Okay, so... Why don't we introduce our first guest? Who are you? What do you do? Uh,
2: my name is Ericson. Uh... Okay, keep going. Keep
1: going.
2: <laughs> I'm a business student. Yeah, just
1: stopping by. What are you guys talking about right now? We're talking about our opinions on steroids and professional sports. Well, not just that. Like any drug use. Yeah, even like and how like students in college, right? Like you're competing with every other business for like a better grade, a better job, at the end, whatever. How do you feel about other kids doing Adderall? Um, it's
2: and it definitely depends on rules, right? Mm-hmm. Um, rules set by sports, by schools, or certain substances that are used. Um, but there's also, like, at what it, there's a fine line, right? So you can, some people will do anything to get that slight advantage over others. Yeah. So I think it kind of depends on, for one, what the rules are, and also kind of just what kind of risks are you willing to make
0: as well. Yeah, but that's the question we're trying to figure out, where does the line get blurred? Or not even the line, just like, why as a society do we, like, turn a blind eye when we know that there's a reason these people are going to these lengths? Like, you're not going to take all. I'm not going to take all because we don't see the need. But someone else might see, like, oh, if I don't get my 3.5 GPA, my 4.0 GPA, I'm not going to, like, get as good of a job as an expert.
2: Right. And in that sense, I think... Uh, at that point, that's when someone gets desperate. I mean, we won't take Adderall because we want to see how well we can do, how far we can go, what we have. We don't want to have to use someone else's kind of like a boost. For, like a like, handicap, or crutch,
0: right? yeah. That's basically what it is. I fear for like the future because I have younger siblings, yeah. and when they're competing more than us, when everyone around them, like in like, co- like college and high school sports, are taking steroids, when everyone's taking Adderall like, cognitive performance enhancers, yeah. that's going to be insane because you're no longer,
1: uh, me and you are no longer going to be the average. We're going to yeah. be the below average. Yeah. And that's the thing. I feel like it's already at that point, right? Like, I can just tell you from, like, there's kids I see literally, like, they, t- they take Adderall, they also drink a bunch of coffee with it, and they just, they literally learn three months of the subject in the manner of, like, two nights, take the final, and that's it. Like, there's such a big boost involved, and it's like, we're not going to be the mean. We're not going to be the average. And I, I'm, I'm sure our parents aren't going to be the... No, but, like, hardcore, you know? that's been going on
0: for the past, like, 100, 200 years at least. Yeah. Because you go back to the Middle Ages, you ask someone, how do you think your your daughter or son is going to change the world? They're going to say they're going to be on this fucking farm. Yeah. farm. <laughs> like, nowadays, we just see every generation as being, like, we expect them to be ahead of us for the same pay or, like, a little better. We just expect it of them. And But that's a good thing, right? Everyone else is going. Well, I mean, that's what we'd hope. But, yeah. like, if everyone's going up that ladder based off of enhancing because of desperation and, like, taking that risk, like, people are going to see that not anymore as a risk. They're just going to be like, that's the risk I have to take. Like, it's no longer something that
1: is... Risky for me. It's something that I have to do. Even it's if- but at what point does this become a danger to society? Because like I was, uh, we were discussing this in class, and it's like, India and China are bringing out millions of engineers a year, right? and a lot of these people are like, there's been a lot of cheating and shit. That's I mean, they did a study where like it's like eighty percent of scientific research done in China is just false. Yeah. It was never even checked, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like those Chinese kids are. They might be taking the same classes as us, those, and those Indian kids as well and they might be taking Adderall, and they're going to get the 4.0s, right? But then you get into that field, and you have a bunch of shitheads that don't don't know how to build a road.
0: But the other thing is that, like, we look at other countries and the mistakes they're making, but they've done a meta-analysis of a bunch of research data in the U.S., and it's the same issue going on. Like, especially in psychology, it's that same thing. Like, I think up to 80% of research was not double checked like in the US. Yeah. So a bunch of it is just false information being redistributed not even by the media, just by like scientists and academics in their field. Oh, yeah. So we don't even have to look that far
1: outside of our own realm. Dude, what gets know. passed as research paper paper these days is ridiculous. Any sort of labs I have, you have to use research papers. And as you read through it, you're like, who the fuck said this was okay? Like, you tested it four times. When does that ever pass as anything? If Eritton walked into the door twice today, am I gonna make the assumption he's gonna walk in every single day? Yeah. And it's like it's this shit that gets passed. And it's like, like, I, I guess that's the same thing with schools, right? It's fucking colleges are on steroids at this, pushing pushing out research, pushing out publications, pushing out more buildings and just pushing out more school kids out, saying like, We did the most in this, we did the most in this, we did it the most in this, we did the How much of you did? was fucking useless.
2: Yeah, everyone wants results, right? Yeah, and so they're always going to bend the truth for their advantage. Yeah,
1: and
0: that's the question, like, why? Is it competitiveness? Is it um, desperation? Like, do they need to do these things, like, to create false information to get more students in the door? Like, why do you guys think, or do you guys think it's okay if, uh, like, a research organization gets, like, five things wrong, but five things? you think that's okay? Like, what's the bar, like, we should set as a society, where it's just like you can't
1: mess up that much, or is there even a bar? I think it's different for research. Research is trial and error. Like, that's just what what it fundamentally is. It's gonna, they're gonna get a lot of things wrong. They're gonna get a few things right. But it's like, if they know what they got is wrong and they publish it, it's a question of ethics at that point. Okay, so let's say um, these students, like, there's
0: gonna be a lot of errors in their stuff, like. The professor might be, not be with them all the time. Then it's not a matter of ethics. It's just like this person was like out of their minds, no sleep, no like thing to carry them except like the Adderall and the
1: coffee. Like, yeah, and of course you are gonna make mistakes. It goes back. It goes back to the difference between like University of Minnesota and the Minnesota Timberwolves is very little. Everything is a dollar figure. Like, what's the first thing that you get after you graduate? You get like, oh, do you want to donate money back to your alumni? Like, you're an alumni, oh, you're going to start yeah. donating Any you- They look at you as a figurehead. They look at you as some numbers. Just stock. That's all they see you as. And it's like, it goes back to modern American work field, modern American sport, and modern American school. Everybody just gets pushed out. And, like, you don't form any type of bonds or connections with anything. Right? It's very hard finding a place to work where you're like, this is my family.
0: Well, I've talked to um, Ayrton before. Like, if I had the opportunity and the resources, I would have totally taken like, a year and just traveled or just met with people in the field that I thought I wanted to go into, just because when I came to college, I would have had more motivation to study or at least an idea of what I actually wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I've changed majors, like, two or three times just because I had no fucking clue yeah. what the field outside of school would be. Like.
1: Yeah. Because school and work are so different. Yeah. They're worlds apart,
2: a lot of people go out to the work field with just high school degree and end up go to college. It's forced on us, not you
1: think. Like we're literally brainwashed from like such a young age that like if you don't go to college, you're not even gonna get anywhere. They're not telling you what to go to college for, right? Unless you're brown, then you're a doctor, lawyer, or engineer. <laughs> like that, that's the that's the great part about being being brown is that like everything's decided for you before you decide yourself, so you never have to worry about that. But like everybody else, is just like you have to go to this institution. They're not going to tell you what to study. They're not going to help you figure out what you should study. It's just, like, be there or else. And that's the other thing. For, like,
0: people like you and Mimo that only have that idea of, like, one, two, three, it's not because, like, that's the only thing we can be. It's the only thing our parents know
1: that makes money. Not just money, but a stable financial future. Because, like, at the end of the day, dude, when your paycheck is big as shit, you don't care how miserable you are, Right. It's the same thing with your wife. Like, it doesn't matter how ugly she is. If she's down, she's down, bro. That's going to be your <laughs> wife. That's, that's how you got to see work. Because, like, chances are there's very few jobs that are super stressful where you make good money, right? And there's a lot of jobs that are like, okay, you have a little stress on this part of the season. You make all right money. And if you go to a restaurant, you never have to worry about a order or something. Like, you make good money. You're not worried. There's a little stress. Yeah, enough yeah. to get by. Enough to get by. You're happy. Yeah. Right? And then I feel like you have the lower tier of jobs where you're always fucking stressed and you never make good money. Any sort of, like, customer service job that a lot of people work at, dude. Work in like, Walmart for a week. You'll turn 50 into 80. Like, your hair just, like, falls.
0: I mean, that's the thing. Like, the U.S., for the longest time, has been a service industry. Like, everyone's just working at those jobs where, like, there's no physical good. You're just trying to, like, sell a physical good. Either sell something or just like sell your service
1: yeah you sell your soul that's basically (laughs) what it is but it's like you know as like as romantic as it is to say that like you know i want to go to college and study something do this and do that and travel the world it's like if you got bills to pay if you got a family you got their fucking bills to pay and it's like you can't live in america without paying some sort of property tax something on your car some car insurance like register is that like like I guess I have my Eastern philosophy where like what's mine is mine. If I buy my house and I pay it off and I don't pay my property tax, you're not gonna take my house from me. Right? You can take me to court, but you're not gonna take my house. But that's not a thing here, right? And I think that's why like Easterners, especially from Asia, are so much more like prone to taking these high stress, good paying jobs. You know, doctors, lawyers and engineers, I feel like it makes sense as to why we're pushed into like the STEM field. Like you're not the you're not like there's not a job determined, like, you're not going to be bound to a job, but the opportunity of you finding a job that you can transport to other countries and is very high. I feel like in the
0: U.S., because of that, like, push for college and that, like, uh, secondary education, like, once you actually get a job in whatever field you're studying, uh, if one of us went into MIS, for example, Management Information Systems, like, all of a sudden, you're in this field talking to, like, IT people talking to business people talking to all these kinds of people and then you realize fuck this sucks yeah then you go get like uh, an MS degree in engineering because you feel like you can make something real like a bunch of people just see their one option in college to get that degree and they realize after the fact I was doing this for the how like how to pay my bills after college but then the why just went over their heads like why are you working well you want to like do something. It's not just about paying the bills. Like at the end of the day, when you die, you want to have thought of like you want to leave something behind, man. Yeah, like I didn't just sell this person a car. I sold them something that they wanted to buy. I sold them something that they've always cared about and thought about in yeah. their daily life. Like that's how I feel like a good salesperson thinks of them. I wasn't selling a good. I was selling a service. A service an idea of something someone else wanted to get off my seat. Yeah. It's just that people
1: think that. You get the degree and you're set for life. So you you just you're going for that piece of paper and not all the information. Yeah. And I feel like that's the really big difference between like public, charter, private, and then shitty inner city publics. <clears throat> like I was trying to explain this to my little sister who's in a shitty inner city public school that like you dicking around is not gonna get you a better place in life because there's gonna be kids out there that are so fucking task driven that are in public school they'll blow you out the fucking way. and you go to college and you see that. You see those 10, 20 kids in your fucking class that had the hundred, while well, the average was a sixty, right? Those like, those kids that are so motivated and so driven, and they actually they actually learn something throughout their like twelve years of prior education college. Like those twelve years that, I think most inner city kids don't fucking get. There, yeah. There's
0: like a huge issue with like, like highly driven individuals getting like these like stress disorders and like. Just not knowing what the fuck's going on in college because they went from being valedictorian yeah. to one out of like the five thousand other valedictorians in their college. Like you're no longer the top one percent. You're the average. And that stress
1: disorder. I'm sure most athletes throughout high school and college get the same. Because it's like you're from the fucking boondocks, man. You're the best linebacker. You're Billy Bob, right? You're Billy Bob Junior the Third, and you're doing so well. And then you get open like you open yourself up, and you get placed. You get placed into an environment where it's like there's so many people who are at the same level as you and so many fucking people that are better. Yeah. That's such a defeating thought. And that's when you have to realize, like, if you're not
0: going to be the best, you have to be the best that you can be. And that goes, like, into the why. Like, how am I going to get out of college by doing the best that I can be? Why am I doing college to get the degree, to get a job I will
2: enjoy and that will pay the bills? Going back off what you said, you have the people that are the best in their high school at, let's say, math, mm-hmm. and when they get to college and they're average, I think those are the kids and stuff like that, yeah. because they're like, holy shit, I have oh, yeah. to try now. I have no idea how to try, guess I'll try this, guess I'll drink like cups and cups of coffee to get myself through this, but, and, yeah, I mean, like, I think I was one of those. Yeah. I I was, like, math came very easy to me. Computer science, that's very math intensive, and everyone else in computer science, it's just like they've been doing it for years, and I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. So, like, it's a real struggle. So,
1: I'm... and it's probably the same exact thing for those athletes that are like, they skip any type of education to pursue like pursue their athleticism, and then they get into the big ring, and everybody is leagues ahead of them, and then they start juicing and jacking up. right? There's a reason why like most NBA players go broke as shit, after right? They they don't have that education on like how to spend money properly, whether like. Of course, there's the argument like, oh, should schools teach kids how to be normal like human beings, or is that something teachers like? Regardless of that, like that whole discussion, those like twelve, those like twelve to sixteen years of just education that's not there. Like, they make a lot of financial mistakes. Most sports, yeah, most sports. When it's like, to pursuit of juicing up and making yourself like the most prize worthy, right? So people can take you. Like you give up so much for it, and I'm sure like we're giving up so much, like. How many nights a week do you sleep? More than eight hours. Or eight hours. Very few, right? How often do you do what you want to do because you want to do it? Very few days. Like, most people I know that are going through engineering have borderline, like, depressive disorder. A lot They're of fucking miserable. Yeah. And, like, the only way to, like, deal with it is making, like, cynical memes about it. And it's funny, but it's so <laughs> um, fucking true, dude. Yeah. I can
2: relate to all of them. And they just bash all the business students.
1: Yeah, dude, it's so, it's so annoying. That's another thing. Let's change subjects and talk about, like, you want to talk about colleges Are you want to College more? clashing? Like, yeah, college clashing. Like, kids don't finish their, like, degrees and they already call themselves, like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm already pre-med. What the fuck does pre-med mean, dude? You took two biology classes? I'm pre-med too, Dennis. <laughs> What's up, bitch? <laughs> like, everybody in the College of Engineering calls themselves an engineer. I'm like, bro, you only did, like, two years of school. What are you saying right now? And yeah. it's the same with, like, accounting, right? Oh, I'm not doing that. But it's, like, humble yourself. Nobody knows anybody. Hum-
0: nobody's, like, humble in college. I think that's going back to, like, the people that, like, were, like, the top 10% in their high school. Like, to be better than the next person, they feel
1: like they got to put them down. Why is that? Why do humans get off on putting others down? Like, what? Let's be honest. We all feel better knowing we're better than someone. It's just something that is, dude. Like, when you see your ex and the dude she's dating is ugly as shit, you feel so hyped. You feel so hyped up, dude. Why is that? Why do we feel better knowing we're better than we? Why do we care so much? Competitive.
2: no? I mean that goes all the way back to like.
1: Is it instinctual?
2: Yeah, like biological reproduction. Yeah. If you like, if you have the most kids, you fuck the most other humans, and like that's success in life, and I think that just.
0: You know. I don't know. Like for me, I've never. Like I don't have that. Cool. Coming up. Chat pause. Okay. So this was part one. We're gonna start up part two with our next person. Well.
2: Our other <laughs> host,
0: the actual host. Uh, large medium. All right, see you next week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Three Color Dudes. This is a part one of two. And we would like to thank Ayrton for stopping by Living Room. You can find him on Twitch and Twitter at Airtin. You can follow us on Twitter at Three Color Dudes. You can also find us on SoundCloud, YouTube, and a part of two And we'd appreciate it if you can like us, review us, or share us with some friends. It really helps us out. Peace!